Welcome to Islamic Life Coach School Podcast. Apply tools that you learn in this podcast and your life will be unrecognizably successful. Now your host, Dr. Kamal Akhtar. Hello, hello, hello everyone. Peace and blessings be upon all of you. Cognitive dissonance is challenging because it is a state of inconsistent or contrasting thoughts. It happens when you break neural pathways, when you try to do things differently. It's an identity shift that the brain doesn't like and it throws anxiety and stress at you. That's a classic primal response to cognitive dissonance because the primal self, the nafs, wants comfort and there's nothing comfortable about cognitive dissonance. In this podcast, I'll address different ways for you to plan your upcoming year, how to expand your time, that the new year and the rest of your life is filled with barakah, inshallah. This topic will bring a lot of cognitive dissonance when you break your old limiting patterns and form new ones. But allow the information in this podcast to guide you to the next version of yourself. That state of holding two different thoughts at the same time is my favorite place to be. I love that state of cognitive dissonance because I love breaking old beliefs and reforming new ones. That's the ultimate growth. It's because of these newly developed neural pathways is when you're carving out a new life a new habit, and a new way of looking at time. As a human, we do not have an upper limit of how much cognitive dissonance we can experience because we are always growing. Even after you have learned something and become an expert at it, you can still have a different experience once you encounter it again under different circumstances. So following the same notion, I realized that I've given multiple podcasts on time management and here I do it again with different concepts because how we experience time is relative based on our individual state of mind. So inshallah, this will strike a different chord with you and help your productivity. I invite you to hold contrasting thoughts in your brain when it comes to creating barakah in time. I invite you to plan your time ahead of time for the upcoming year. There's something inside of us that resists us creating time deliberately and with intention. And that is our comfort brain. And by comfort brain, I do not mean laziness. I mean our brain that loves the sameness. We resist planning. We resist thinking ahead about how we are going to spend our time. We resist what we are going to do with our deliberateness that is required for the process. This resistance is because neurons that fire together, wire together. And so far, they have been firing, I don't have time. And planning of this time actually breaks that limiting belief, thus leaving our comfort zone. Our will to react, being able to be spontaneous and being able to be free to make all the decisions at the last minute is more important to us than planning for time. All of this is thanks to our comfort brain. These are all well-practiced thoughts. You are used to the lifestyle that is familiar and these are all lower brain shaitan's tricks. And the best trick of shaitan is that makes us resist cognitive dissonance. In the book, The World of Jinn and Devils by Dr. Omar al-Ashqar, In his book, he says, one of the early scholars said, Beware of procrastinating. It is the greatest of the soldiers of Satan. The more you plan, the more free you'll be. And here's why. You'll be able to create the exact life you want. Planning ahead is a prefrontal cortex feature. Planning and thinking about the future is a human quality. So planning for time is what sets you apart from animals. Your animal brain, on the other hand, likes to have you live your life on the whim. Without the planning, you'll be worrying about everything that needs to be done. And with planning, you'll enjoy your free time more. P. 
People equate spontaneity with fun and being spunky, but they are actually being out of control of their own life. Because when you are being spontaneous, you're making decisions of how to spend your time from your lower brain. And the lower brain is always about immediate gratification. This way you'll end up living at the mercy of whims and last-minute attractions rather than your big life goals and plans. Let's take an example of changing your diet habits. You tell yourself that from tomorrow you will not be having dessert. You want to cut out all desserts from your food, but tomorrow comes and you don't follow through. This inability of following through with your plans has nothing to do with the fact that there's something innately wrong with you, but it has everything to do with your relationship with your higher self. Just about 24 hours ago, your higher self said that it will be beneficial for you to cut out all the desserts from your diet for health reasons. But when time actually came to execute on that plan, the lower brain was more active. And that has scientifically been proven to be true. Future planning is always done from the executive brain and immediate gratification is always the function of the primal brain. So when you don't honor that commitment of not having desserts, you broke your relationship with your higher self. Remember, this higher self is the voice of your soul. It has your best interest at heart. It is always looking out for you. It is always doing the right thing. So this is not so much an issue with time or food, but an issue with not honoring your commitments and not having your own back, which defines your relationship with yourself. Example I commonly use is that you would not treat your best friend or somebody you highly respect as a second-class citizen. If you make a commitment with them, you're going to honor it. But what most of us don't realize is that we are treating ourselves as second-class citizens when we don't honor our own commitments. We treat other people much better than we treat ourselves. This is also a trick of shaitan. He will have you believe that you are not as important as everyone else. If you start running your life as if you are the most important person to respect and love, it will show up in every single aspect of your life. But the problem is that this type of self-respect does not come naturally. We are all born on fitra to follow the voice of our soul, but over time, mistreatment from the environment, either as children from adults in our life or as adults from other adults in our life, we learn patterns of self-sabotage. Especially for women, usually in the name of service, they are told that their innate self-worth is attached to how much value they can provide to the world in service of others. Most women are not taught how to listen to the internal voice command, so they never really find out if providing service for others is something that they actually want or they're doing it because they don't see a different choice. When women do this because of a perceived obligation, they learn to think that what they want is not important. So generations of reinforcement of showing up in obligatory, culturally acceptable set of behaviors tells women what they want is less important And this shows up in all areas of their life, especially in the area of keeping commitments to themselves. When it's time for you to show up for activities that you planned to be important for you, it's easy for you to reject that commitment because you've never learned how to show up for yourself. You've only learned how to do it for others. This is the programming that is at fault here, not because there's something wrong with you. This programming is the reason why you treat yourself as a second-class citizen you don't have your back. So then are you surprised when keeping your commitments of not eating dessert is difficult? This type of strong relationship with yourself seems unnatural because it's unexplored territory. 
This is the reason why it's difficult for us to be in complete loyalty and integrity with ourselves. And this exact behavior towards yourself teaches others how they can treat you. And this teaching is that I am a pushover. It's okay for you to walk all over me. Because that is essentially what everyone sees you doing to yourself. So showing up for our time commitments is something we have to continually practice and focus on. We have to renew this relationship with ourselves on an ongoing basis. Otherwise, shaitan will step in and use our subconscious programming against us. And we will find that we are in self-sabotage all over again. When we honor our own plans, we are in conflict with our survival brain. It is trying to keep us alive, but it pulls us very far off track. It tells us eating sugar means survival. Being spontaneous means freedom. But that's just the language of comfort, not the language of your soul. You have to overcome your primal brain that is in survival mode in order to create a different future. So as a human, one of your superpowers is that you can make time. And I'm not saying it like you can create time out of thin air. That's a quality that only belongs to Allah. But just like you might have noticed that you have lost time by not planning, you can also make time by planning. When you plan on doing something for an hour and you follow through to that commitment, then you make time to relax for the next hour. On the other hand, if you don't plan, you can spend the entire two hours doing the same thing. Therefore, you've lost the relaxing hour. You have the ability to create time for yourself like this. And the reason I know that is because I am able to create and achieve so much in a short amount of time, alhamdulillah, compared to how I used to be. I have so much more free time now compared to when I was not creating and accomplishing half as much. Which is ironic, isn't it? I'm getting more done and I have more free time. You would think that getting more done would mean more hustling, more stressful energy. But with planning and getting more done, it means more free time and relaxation. Incredible, isn't it? You have this ability to create more time also because you are Khalifatullah, God's vicegerent on this earth. You can create time with your mind because Allah gave you a mind to exercise control with. And the real control of the mind lies with executive functioning of planning. When we resort to haphazardly doing things at the last minute, we are using our lizard brain. This way we are doing things out of pressure, which is just another form of fear. When we decide at the last minute, that decision is based on how we feel in the moment. And that is mostly under the survival brain's control. And mostly that dictates doubt, fear, but most of all comfort. It says, stay in, don't leave for workout, no need to meal plan, no need to fill out that grad school application. If you say to yourself, tomorrow I will prepare for the interview, tomorrow I will fill out the forms for the application for grad school, tomorrow 11 a.m. will come and I'm going to want to take a stroll or eat a snack or enjoy my time with my pets. I'm going to want to respond from the emotions of the moment and the most overarching emotion will be of comfort. This is why you don't move ahead in life. I have made a promise that I will not treat myself like that anymore. I refuse. I choose to prioritize my values. I take precise actions according to the plan that I made ahead of time. And I also choose to relax and enjoy my time fully. I am still human. 
My brain still has the battle at the moment of execution and it still demands comfort. I say to it, I understand where you're coming from, but I have things to do. And once I start to take action, I'm all in. I still have to get over the initial friction of initiating the task. And it's like inertia. Starting the motion is hard, but when you start taking action, it becomes easier. If you don't follow through with your plans, you will continue to spin in the life you currently have and call it fate. You will mistakenly call it qadr. You will think this is how your life is supposed to be because that is what's written for you. That is not accurate. You can change your future outcome by honoring your plans at each moment. You can literally change the trajectory of your life. The survival brain will never go away. It will always tell you to keep hiding in the cave. Shaitan will always feed you thoughts of fear and not enoughness. That is just a part of the deal. Your job is to take action anyway. You commit and execute your plan anyway. You put your screaming, your comfort-seeking survival brain to the side, and you say, I have things to do. So these are the three steps of the process that I can teach you to expand your time and find Baraka in 2022. Step number one, plan ahead. Step number two, make strong decisions, meaning don't look back, listen to my podcast on decision making. Step number three, take effective action. Measure how well you did with the result you create, not with the activity you performed. Listen to my podcast on effective action for more on that. So this three-step process is the simplest thing I can teach you. If you say you will fill out an application tomorrow, do it. If you say you will eat something healthy tomorrow, eat only that. If you say you will take 30 minutes to prepare for a school debate or an exam, take only 30 minutes and rest and relax for the next hour that you planned for. Follow through on exact list of things you said you were going to do. This method is the quickest way to create self-confidence and time that will then show up in every area of your life. There will be resistance to planning your time. Just know that that is the part of the process. Nothing has gone wrong here. Embrace the cognitive dissonance. Make it your friend. See if you can hold contrasting thoughts at the same time. Like I can gain time by planning for it. And planning time feels constricting. Your brain is more flexible than you give it credit for. Also, I'm holding a free workshop on time management on December 12th at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. It will be geared towards how to keep your commitments in the upcoming year and expanding time through Baraka to create a deliberate and purposeful life in the year 2022, inshallah. There will also be live coaching if somebody wants to design their next year according to their plan or whatever topic you might have around time management. Replays will only be available inside my Empowered Muslim Women program and I will leave the link for registration for the workshop in the show notes below. I highly recommend that you attend live. Planning creates barakah in your time. Planning is the special blessing that Allah SWT bestowed upon humankind. Use the three-step process, planning, strong decision-making, and effective action to create time in 2022. Create that unprecedented relationship with yourself. Take your future in your hands and teach everyone around you how to treat you and what it means to be a model Muslim citizen on this planet. If your motivation is da'wah, 
if it is setting an example for your kids, or if it's creating an insane amount of wealth, planning for 2022 will not let you down because it will set you up for success for the rest of the years, inshallah. Learn to be in cognitive dissonance. It pays off big time. I am a living example of that. Monitor your limiting beliefs that you carry about time or about your relationship with yourself and create new beliefs that serve you. Manage your mind because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave you a mind and gave you knowledge to utilize with that mind. I truly believe our highest minds are the most underutilized tool as a Muslim ummah. I believe this is what makes us Khalifatullah because in Ayah 30 in Surah Baqarah where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala announces, I will create a vicegerent on earth. In the very next ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, And he taught Adam the names of all the things. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us the knowledge in the names of all the things. He has given us the means to use that knowledge in shape of our prefrontal cortex. And then he calls us his vicegerent on earth. Now it's up to us to learn to utilize it. I pray that we are able to make the best use of our time and create barakah in our day by the will of Allah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the highest, purest intention so we can utilize our created time for our benefit. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us of those who reap benefits in the hereafter from the time we spend on this earth. Please keep me in your du'as. I will talk to you guys next time. Hey. Are you thinking about coaching? I invite you to a complimentary consultation with me where I can help you define the solution to your problem, regardless if you choose to work with me in the Empowered Muslim Women program or not. So you really have nothing to lose. Access the appointment link through the show notes and inshallah, I will see you there.